1: here all of you are going to be in on the ground floor doing something really unique and cool there is opportunity here for everybody that's sitting in this room so I want you to understand that and take it very seriously I think we've gone out of our way to find the best cruiserweights in the world we truly feel that way right you guys are all here for a reason every single one of you I think we're gonna deliver uh, something that you're all gonna be really proud of when this is done give that back to us now, all right? Go kick some ass.
0: 32 challengers from across the globe. Different styles, different stories, different paths, but one common goal. To become the first ever Cruiserweight Classic Champion. Tonight, we're coming to you from the CWC Combine, breaking down the bracket and highlighting some competitors you should keep your eye on as we head into this tournament. This is your Bracketology. What up, High Fivers? Uh, it's your boy, High Five Tom. And you know, uh, like how I like to do, I just like to do a little preamble here. Uh, this is going to be episode 2.5.1. Uh, you might be wondering what's the point one? Uh, this is actually gonna be my first showcase uh, where it's gonna be multiple episodes. Uh, so it's uh, showcase 2 point5 uh, episode one. Uh, it's gonna be a five part series and me and my boy Justin, who I'll be introducing here soon uh, from the Justin Time podcast, uh, my brother in uh, po- positivity on uh, our side of the IWC, uh, got together. I just had this idea um, to review the cruiseway Classic. And if you're wondering why, um, Justin has seen this. Um, I have not, though. Uh, so this was right. Just actually, I just got back into wrestling in the fall of 2015. Uh, but I didn't have the I didn't have the WWE network at that time. Um, I was actually during that, um, and I'll get into this in the episode. Uh, make a long story short, but you know, I got into wrestling, and I was kind of pirating a, a network um id from a friend of mine but i was i was back and i was back at the lodge and i didn't have much wi-fi and all that good stuff uh, so i kind of heard about the cruiserate classic but i didn't really know any of the names or anything uh so and then once i had been kind of doing some digging i saw the lineup i'm like holy shit this is something i need to review um justin's a good friend of mine uh, we've met through our uh, good friends uh the brain buster boys so show out to brett and beaumont you know, and uh, we kind of think similarly when it comes into wrestling terms. So I thought I'd get his perspective as someone that's seen it and, uh, and to review it. And for me, for someone who had not seen it. Uh, so this is all brand new to me. Um, I'm going to do my best I can to avoid spoilers for myself. Uh, I'm doing research on this, but it's going to be kind of tough. But yeah, this was a lot of fun. Uh, so this is episode 2.5.1. Uh, so I hope everyone enjoys uh, Justin and I breaking down uh, this first episode. We're just going to kind of break it, uh, break down the bracket. Uh, the thirty-two competitors, and give a little uh, spiel on each one, and then, um, and then episode two will be the first half of the first round, which will be eight matches, and then the second um, second half of the first round, which will be uh, the second eight matches, and then uh, episode four will be um, the sweet sixteen, and then uh, then the last episode we will do. Um, the final four, uh, the final and the championship match. So we'll go from there. So, but yeah, hope everyone enjoys and uh, yeah, enjoy everybody. Thanks a bunch. What up, high fivers? This is your boy, High Five Tom. And uh, I've got my good friend here also on the other side of the country, my uh, brother in positivity, Justin of uh, the infamous Justin Time podcast. Justin, how are you doing tonight, my friend? Doing
1: good. How are you doing?
0: Uh, well, now that I get to see your beautiful face, my friend, just a little bit better. So. I mean, we are awesome. not in Finally the same, on the show. you know, we are not on the, in the same room, full disclosure, everybody. Um, but I mean, with technology, I mean, this is pretty much seeing people in person nowadays. So like I always say, technology once in a while is a great thing. Yeah. It's, it's really amazing. And this zoom is so easy. Um, oh. if I can do it, anybody can do it. So, <laughs> you know, so, um, but yeah, so listen, I mean, and, um, well, I forgot to tell you this, Justin. So I, I did a little preamble before this, but I kind of explained. But we are going to go over uh, the Cruiserweight Classic uh, from NXT in 2016. And um, I wanted Justin on here because uh, I respect Justin's positivity and view. And uh, Justin's seen this before, but I have not. Oh, uh, you're going to love it. I can tell you now. I, I'm pretty still just looking at this card. Um, and, and for did break down the fourth wall, unfortunately, high fivers, I'm um, doing some research. I did figure out who won this, unfortunately. Um, and I have a couple first round spoilers, but other than that, this is all, this is all, uh, fresh territory for me.
1: Oh, this, so. this tournament has like, I believe like some of the best matches you, that they, they had around the time. So you're going to enjoy it for sure.
0: Yeah. And, um, did, so did you watch this? I mean, in real time then?
1: Yeah, when it when it was announced and the day that it started, I watched nice. from start to finish.
0: Okay. Um, used
1: to, I think this was when they still had Lucha Underground on TV, and I would watch Lucha Underground at eight o'clock. And then when that got over, I jumped to the network when it was still on the network, and I would watch NXT because I would as I wouldn't catch that like at eight o'clock. I would watch. Okay lucha underground then i'd switch over to the network watch nxt and then watch the cruiserweight classic on the replay right after it was just like
0: one right after the other dude that's awesome um yeah and then for um for people that haven't heard the story so i got back into wrestling in the fall of 2015 i uh, make a long story short so i was caretaking for a place that actually had cable um because i was doing the seasonal thing I'm out in the mountains of Idaho. So I started, I just threw on raw one day and I kind of got hooked onto it. Um, and then when I went back to the lodge, I had uh was stealing a network ID from a friend of mine. Um, but where I worked, we had very, it was public wi wifi, um, you know, at our housing. So, I mean, I watched, so I had heard rumors of this, um, but yeah, so I was familiar with it. So I'm pretty stoked to be able to go back and watch this. So.
1: Oh, it's again, there was people that I didn't know. And there was people that like NXT was introducing when like this tournament was starting up. So you'd see them on NXT for a little bit, but then they put them in the tournament. So it was perfectly fitting right there.
0: Yeah, this is um, from from all accounts. I mean, one of the best written this and actually uh, the first round of the UK or the first uh, UK tournament. Yes. Um, so that that I watched. I wasn't going to. Um, but obviously, William Regal. But I guess Michael Cole had a big, uh, big handle in writing that tournament. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. And I was like, and yeah, and everyone was was. I was like, oh, and that that's the tournament that I like that really kind of got me into this, like, foreign wrestling that British strong. Oh, yeah, so I have a feeling after this we might have to go back and review that first tournament too. So I'm all for that too. I love that tournament. It was so good. So um yeah, so those not familiar with so it's a cruiserweight classic, and for uh WWE cruiserweights are under 205. Um, and mm-hmm. they technically did have a weigh-in for this. Um yes. oh, my cat's doing something funny, so sorry, I get distracted to easily. So. <laughs> Um, Oh, my cat's trying to bury a noodle on the wood floor. So (laughs) that's, that's, that's my kid for you. Um, Yeah. Yeah. This episode, so we're just going to kind of go through the bracket, you know, and kind of um, some people, some names we know, some uh, we don't, Um, but on the first side, so we'll go on the left side and I've got my, my glasses here. We've got Kenneth Johnson versus Akira Tozawa. Uh, Tazawa, unfortunately, one of the few people that's still with WWE. Um, I didn't get a chance to do any research. Did you know anything about this Kenneth Johnson guy?
1: Uh, no, actually. I know they put him on NXT like like a few times before this, but like I never knew anything about him really.
0: Yeah, and um and listen once you know what's the match goes on, we'll kind of dig into the backstory and everything. But Tazawa, I mean that dude, I mean the guy, the guy needs a break. I mean, anytime you see the guy in the ring, he's awesome. He's outstanding, and
1: I guess I would seen him from highlights in PWG, so I knew how good he was. Yeah. Oh wow!
0: I hadn't even seen him over there,
1: so. Oh, he was, I, that's, that was the first place I saw him. And I was like, okay, he is
0: good. Nice. Well, then the next match we've got, um, is Jack Gallagher, uh, or Gallagher. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, or, well, I'm sorry. So Kent Johnson's represent, representing the United States. It's as always representing Japan and, uh, Jack Gallagher's representing, uh, Great great in England. Uh, sorry, Matt and Graham, if I didn't pronounce that correctly, I know one of them's <laughs> right. Um, versus Fabian Eichner, um, from Italy, Uh, obviously Jack Gallagher, if you look at him, he definitely didn't have a problem making weight, but you said that, uh, Fabian Eichner had to cut a bunch of weight to get in there, didn't
1: he? He did. He was a bigger guy and they, when they announced him in the tournament and they got to his match, I remember that. I believe it was during, at the start of his match, they were like, they made him cut weight. He cut weight and got to being a cruiserweight. And I was like, Damn. He was he was a big guy when they announced him. He showed up on NXT and he was a big guy. And they were like, he's like 250 pounds. And I'm like, oh, geez. But he's athletic as hell. And he's like 250, but he's cutting weight to be a cruiserweight. Damn.
0: Oh, yeah. And, and I I mean, um, you know, obviously he was with uh, Imperium and he's now up on the main roster. But I mean, yeah, was- no, he's not. No, he's not on the main roster now. Oh, no, really? No, no, they only called up
1: Walter slash Gunther and Marcel Bartel. And then oh. they both only have their names. They both have their names changed. Right before they both went up, Fabian Eichner had like a, a fallout, just this weird moment where he just walked away from, from Marcel Bartel, and we just haven't seen him from there. Oh. And then there was talk that he was going to be with with Tony D'Angelo, who's in NXT now, yeah. but he's not even with them. So I don't know what
0: they're doing with him now. Oh. But dude's like, yeah, like you said, guy is just an athlete. Um, yeah, for a guy, it's 250. I mean, obviously, he's wicked strong. Um, he hits hard, but dude moves like a cruiserweight. Athletic as
1: hell. He's a powerhouse, like amazing.
0: Yeah, so this is definitely um, – you know, and unfortunately, Jack Gallagher um, got himself uh, got himself in some trouble. You know, um, allegedly so. But I mean, he was really underrated. People kind of focused on his gimmick, but Duke you no. Know. I was gonna say, if you look past
1: the entire Me Too stuff, he's really, really
0: good as a wrestler. Yeah, and real, and like you said, and to be honest with you, you may not like the character, but he's fully invested in his character. I uh, didn't mind the character; I liked it yeah it was you know it was a, a male mary poppins, but was he i don't remember was he i think he was in the u k tournament also i think i don't remember um i actually believe he was i think you're right there um but don't quote me up, but i mean he after this um he did have a pretty decent run at n x t uh, yes he was featured for a while so yeah so i i'm really- i'm really kind of intrigued by this is like the um just probably because I don't know anything about Kenneth Johnson, and I like Tazella, But yeah, this match seems fun. Oh, it is. So, next, we've got ECW and former WWE legend Tajiri. Um, 2016 Tajiri, just you know, the first the first game I ever got on PlayStation was uh was the ECW their first game. So I just Tajiri, you know, definitely brings me back to my childhood. So. um And wrestling, Damian Slater representing the Australian uh, contingent. So, um, Mm. Damian Slater, another guy I don't know much about. Uh, Which is weird because I don't know, because I mean, Australia's got a lot of talent. Um, So, he must be really good to be popping into this thing. So, Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, he's going against a a Japanese legend in Tajiri. Like, even in 2016, Tajiri could still go. Yeah, I mean, they are not call the Japanese buzzsaw for, for nothing. I mean, come on. The guy went back to
0: Japan and teamed with Muda. Like, come on. Just saying. Just saying. So, <laughs> um, But then, then uh, after that, uh, in this bracket, we've got Alejandro Saez uh, representing Chile versus Gran Metalik representing Mexico. Um, Saez, another guy. Uh, that had to cut a bunch of weight like yeah i said he cut like 30 pounds in two weeks it's uh, amazing
1: how they can do that but it's like not healthy guys come on
0: yeah no and uh Chile, a uh, beautiful country um you know i do enjoy my south americans so and they've got good wine down there uh but grand Middle league man i mean dude's
1: good he really is and it sucks that he's gone right now
0: yeah um, but I have a feeling he'll pop up somewhere. So, um, and then next we've got the first of the two, uh, the two brothers, the Bollywood boys, uh, Harv Shira uh, from India versus Drew Gulak. Um, and the Bollywood boys, man, I I don't know. I wish, I mean, they they got a bit of a run, obviously, because they were backing up um, Ginger Mahal for a while right there during Ginger's. Mm-hmm. Um, the kids are good. Very personable. Um, I guess they're big actual Bollywood stars. Um, but yeah, true, true Gulak's just, I mean. Amazing technical wrestler. Amazing. Yeah. What was it? it? was catch point. I think was catch it? point. Nope. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> I I don't, um, I don't know the result, but I have a feeling it's probably going to go Gulak's way, but, uh, we shall see. Um, and then the next bracket, we've got somebody we're both very excited to see, um, Zach Saber Junior. in a WWE. I know it's NXT, but in a WWE ring. Um, yes. Doesn't sound this right. Is, this is young Zach Saber Junior. too. So yeah, uh, amazing. Yeah,
1: it's uh Amazing to think that he was there for even the littlest bit.
0: Yeah, it's uh, man, and um, and this is right. So, well, this has happened in July because I don't think he won Bola, but he was in PWG shortly after this. Oh, oh I know he was in, in and, PWG yeah. a lot. Um, yeah, and this is before he went back to Japan full time. So, yeah, dude is so good. I mean high fivers, if you're not familiar with Zack Saber Jr., just watch any match. It doesn't matter. Uh, but he's killing it right now in New Japan.
1: You ever yeah. want to watch a human being be twi- twisted up like a pretzel?
0: Watch a Zack Saber Jr. match. Yeah. And I just I just hope we get that, that Gresham versus Zack Saber Jr. rematch coming up soon. Oh, match. Um versus Tyson Dukes and uh I think Tyson Dukes is definitely one of the older people in the tournament from Canada. Uh, I don't know. I know Cora Graves knew him pretty well, but uh we'll have to dig into him um, you know once uh, the tournament gets started. I'd only seen him once,
1: like a, like once, and that was an impact. He was with oh, well. them he was with them for a little bit at oh, one point before before this tournament, so I was like, I know who that is.
0: Yeah, and he, yeah he's – I mean, at this point, he's got 20 years in, so um, we shall see. But then from that, we go to actually to the youngest uh, person in the, in the tournament. And I was surprised, the first Israeli-born wrestler in the uh, Dar.
1: He's so good. I want to see more of him, but I keep forgetting to watch more NXT UK.
0: I know. That's, that's such a good product that I always forget. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. They need to get their own pay-per-view. Um, so much talent on that NXT UK roster. Uh, I know it's,
1: I know, I know it it was always like, I always talked about this with like a few people and I know like if you think about it, it's kind of a bad decision, but I always wanted them to just merge with NXT regularly and just have them on television. Like, so everybody can see them.
0: Yeah. It's, Yeah, who knows? And didn't Roddy go over there for a little while? Yep. So.
1: so that's a pretty good like person to have over there, especially with the UK like strong style they got going but, on. You got Roderick Strong, who yeah, he may be a tiny guy, but he hits like a truck. Yeah, do it yeah. every and he, time.
0: And um yeah, just watching him in Ring of Iron, that dude's got such a motor. Um, he's such an athlete, um, you know, but you know, we're not, we're not talking about he's not Even in his PWG stuff. I mean, you check yeah. that out. Oh, my Former PWG champion. Like oh. so good. Um, but he is facing the other Shira, uh, gear of Shira, which I think is the younger of the two, um, you know, obviously from India. And then, uh, the last match on this side of the bracket or bracket, we've got Ari Davari. Um, representing Iran, um, through Minnesota. So, him and his brother are Minnesota kids. Um, I'm not kids, but I know they've got a school up there. Um, uh, hmm. so they're, they're actually all over the place. Um, them and, uh, Mr. Anderson team up together a bunch. So, uh, that Minnesota, uh, that Minnesota area is, is blowing up. But they are against, uh, Ho Ho Loon, um, from China. Um, and he was, Ho Ho Lu had done some other stuff after this, didn't he? Wasn't he around for a little bit? Uh, yeah, he
1: was around in NXT for a little bit. And then he went other places too, but I can't, I think he was in
0: MLW at one point too. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess he was the one that actually created the first uh, um, wrestling federation in China, I guess, so. Good on him. Yeah, so I know um, – yeah, I know him and Colt Cabana are, like, actually, like, real-life friends because he's brought up uh, Colt Cabana over there a bunch, so. Uh, ah, nice. Yeah, it's it's good to see, so. Very good. So, on this side of the bracket uh, there, Justin, which uh, which match are you going back to or looking forward to revisiting? And
1: definitely Zach Sabre Jr.'s because who doesn't want to watch Zach Sabre Jr. Yeah. At time? Gallagher and Eichner. Yeah, definitely. That's about two of them right there. Like even Dar and one of the Bollywood boys, like definitely probably going to be good. Like I I remember never seeing the Bollywood boys until they actually got here. And then I was just like, I always heard good things about them. So as soon as I saw them together, I was like, I want to see them as a tag team. But then I started watching them wrestle singles and this, and I'm like, they're both not bad single either. Like,
0: yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, super, super athletic. So, and uh, just and just from my untrained eye, it looks like the the most even match I think is probably that Galaher versus Iker match. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, it's just gonna be two dudes beating the piss out of each other. So, um, you know, and that at this time, so I mean, that really wasn't WWE style, really at this time. I'm trying to think, obviously you got Romans or Rollins and, and Roman are pretty, you know, all the shield. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, McIntyre's gone, well, you got Seamus, but yeah, this is really, this is really groundbreaking and it's, it's a shame. It didn't get as much legs afterwards as, as we would have liked, but definitely that's, it's still disappointing that it
1: never got the, the shine it should have.
0: Yeah. So you know, maybe someday we'll get we'll get a second one. So we shall see. So, and then uh, the next side of the bracket, we've got uh, Raúl Mendoza of uh, Legato Vent or Del Fantasmo. Uh, I did not pronounce that correctly. I'm going to blame it on my braces. Uh, versus the Brian Kendrick, and dude, I love the the Brian Kendrick. That's just so him. Um, yes, and dude, dude, super underrated. I mean, guy is a, a wrestling genius. Um, you know, once again, I know he got himself in some trouble, but you know, he apologized. But I mean, so good. And he was, uh, yeah, I would really like to. Because actually, wasn't Paul? Were both of him and Paul London in Lucha Underground? Um, Paul London was in Lucha Underground for a little while. London, he? London
1: was. I don't believe Kendrick was. Okay. I I love those two as a tag team. They were my favorite tag team when they were together. I love those two. Yeah, and but they, even when Ken, even when Kendrick turned to the Brian Kendrick and had <laughs> Ezekiel Jackson in his corner, like there was something about it that I was like, he seems like a prick, but I kind of like it, yeah. and I can get used to that. Oh. But this was his. This was his whole me coming back to WWE and this is why I'm back here. This is why I want to do this. That's why I'm in this tournament to get back here. And I was like,
0: Brian Kendrick, how am I not supposed to root for you here? Yeah. And, um, and Daniel Bryan was all over cause him and Daniel Bryan were, you know, came up together. So yeah. And the little, in the, they had a little funny cause uh, obviously Daniel Bryan um, is freshly off his, his retirement, unfortunately. Um, which obviously he came back now um, and one of them, I don't know, hit or miss, but I do like Maro Ronaldo. Um, I, I love him. Bro. I miss him so much. Um, you know, he got a little too cute sometimes, but dude was into it. I mean, you know, so, and I, he wasn't too over the top or distracted from the match personally. Uh, some people did, but, um, but yeah, one of my first wrestling memories back was, was that Brian uh, Brian Danielson retirement. That was about yeah. two, three months yeah. after I started watching wrestling. And I was like, and I had heard the name. I'm like, dude, this sucks. Um, you know, but yeah, him and Kendrick, they were, their first matches were against each other. So. <sighs> so good sounding. Yeah. And then uh, next we've got Anthony Bennett. Uh, unfortunately, another person I don't know too much. <laughs> versus uh, Tony 8-Pack abs
1: niece he's got abs on top of abs on top which also have abs on there
0: on top of those um dude is so good Um, he's outstanding yeah he he really is so i i i hope he can get some traction and i know he's getting some time in aew um
1: thank you tna for introducing me to him when the first time so good
0: so, um, no offense, Mr. Bennett, but I don't think you've got much of a chance, but I could be wrong. <laughs> you know, um, you know, it's funny though. Like, I don't know why, but I always get Drew Gulak and Tony Neese mixed up. I don't know why. <laughs> Probably because there are two Caucasian dudes with beards and long brown hair. I don't know, but I think because they look alike, they kind of look all right, but we're back high fivers. Um, your boy, high five, Tom, um, Yes, yeah, it's only got a 40-minute meeting thing. I don't know what's going on there, but um, – Technical difficulties. Take a drink. Yeah, yeah. I will uh, – yeah, we'll just go from there. So, Justin, I appreciate your patience. And uh, we're going to go back to talking about the Cruiserweight Classic. Um, I just think that Zuma was so excited about this next match that I <sighs> just decided not to record. Uh, it was like, oh, my God, this is coming up right now. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Oh, I'm, I'm done. So uh, (laughs) we've got one of, uh, a person from the Samoan, uh, uh, Samoan lineage, uh, Sean Maluda, who had a a little bit of a run after this. Um, but he's facing the one and only Mr. I haven't had a carp since I was three years old. Kota Ibushi. (laughs) Um, What? That dude is, that dude's just ripped. I mean, he is just the. I mean, I've probably got more fat in my pinky finger than that dude's got in his whole body. So,
1: Kodobushi, the shape he's in, terrifies
0: me. Yeah. Um, and I just like I said when I found out that he was in this tournament, um, that I think that was really kind of that and the ZSJ, obviously, were the two like holy shit moments.
1: Um, yeah you see all these other names on that tournament and then you get like the return of Tajiri and it's like, well, that's probably the big thing in this. Nope. Guess what? We'll throw Zach Sabre Jr. in there and hell, Why not Kota Ibushi? Because
0: who's going to question this? Yeah. I mean, and uh, you know, they're, they're both names at that point. Um, Yeah. So it's just, I'm really excited to see what Kota Ibushi does in this tournament Um, should be pretty awesome oh there's there's one match in this entire tournament that honestly feels like
1: it steals the whole show, really yeah, you'll love
0: it I am so intrigued um <laughs> oh, yeah, that, I mean,
1: it. it does involve Kota Ibushi, so
0: yeah, I mean let's say I mean, that's the beauty of this is like I mean yeah, unfortunately the the end they get spoiled, and maybe a couple for but yeah, but this is all this is all fresh for me, so um. But then uh, the next match in this bracket, somebody I am personally a huge fan of, um, mm-hmm. Cedric Alexander representing the United States uh, versus Clement uh, Pujol, Piotr, No idea how you pronounce his last uh, name. Representing France. Um, but yeah, like I said right now, just watching watching Ring of Honor in uh, 2012, we got Cedric Alexander with uh, Caprice Coleman, the CNC wrestle Factory so good um and the fact that oh you said cedric still so he's still with the e then huh yep okay he's still yeah. there and um i, say, I remember, again i remember seeing his pwg
1: highlights and again i'm just the the guy's amazing he's outstanding
0: yeah and um is isn't he married to somebody big swole oh is that who it is yeah they're married they would definitely have some very athletic kids so um yeah i, I love cedric so i'm uh, i'm pretty excited about this so and i but i do guess god uh, this clement uh pujot pato whatever no offense mr clement i uh, was trained by lance storm that's so, pretty good uh, another very underrated but great mind for the business so um yes. And then the next match, we've got TJ Perkins uh, representing the Philippines versus DeMack. And I guess DeMack – he's from Germany. He's the German Mac. But I guess he's a Cesaro Cesaro student. Um, Yeah, this is really his only U.S. appearance, but I guess he's pretty huge in the Europe. Okay. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what happens here. But, I mean, TJ Perkins, I mean – and he's he's a 17-year vet at this point, and he's barely 30. He's uh, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And uh I don't know if he's the I know he's the youngest guy, Jim, but I think he might be the youngest person in general to ever wrestle in Tokyo Dome. Is he
1: really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. I would figure one of the young lions at least would be like the youngest.
0: Yeah, so I don't know if he's the youngest guy, Jen, or if he's just the young, but yeah, I'll I'll do some more digging by the time we show up. But yeah, that was uh, that was a big thing. So wow. at yeah, TJ Perkins. And I'm so glad, like we were talking in pre-production that he's found a home. Um and he's United he's MRI.
1: everywhere though. He's been in MLW, yeah. he's been in WWE, he's been with New Japan now, like the guy's all over the place and he just gets better every time.
0: Yeah. You know? So, I mean, yeah, at this point, he's only 36 years old, you know? So yeah, really looking forward to seeing, uh, see how he does. But, uh, this is the match that probably a lot of people, um, you know, going back probably would have had on their, on their, their radar. Um, but DIY splitting up for one night only, um, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Champa, And we've seen the magic these two have created before after this. And mm-hmm. I can't imagine. I've heard this does definitely lives up to the hype. So. Oh, it does. It does.
1: These two. As a team. Every time you've seen them. Just. Mind-blowing. And then you get them that just says, Hey, for a night. We're going to face each other. And you just go, well, I'm just going to strap in here and get ready for all this.
0: Yeah. And this was, I mean, did they have a pretty decent run before this in NXT? Oh, they had a fantastic run in NXT. Well, I mean, wrestling I know that, but before, I mean, because um, they weren't champs yet at this point, were they? Um, No, this is when they weren't champs yet. Okay. Oh, but yeah, I mean, DIY was just, I mean, it's one of the things that got me into wrestling. Um, you know, and it's, um, yeah, I've heard this match. is just, I mean, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. So yeah, hopefully it's on the first day. If not, we have to wait two weeks. So, yeah, we've got tag team partners facing each other. Um, two of the best ever do it. I mean, definitely two of the pillars of NXT in the future. Um, if not the two pillars, I mean, two guys that were so relevant for so long. they definitely were the pillars they that's why they
1: called them the heart and soul for a reason the two of them were the reason why nxt was
0: what it was yeah and uh both midwest guys and champa is wrestling out of milwaukee wisconsin although he's uh it's because his wife's from here but um Mm -hmm. yeah super excited so and next we've got representing pakistan um mustafa ali which hopefully they do something with, and he's back on TV now. Uh, versus Lindsay Dorado. The golden Lynx, from uh, representing Puerto Rico. Um, didn't
1: didn't know who Mustafa Ali was originally. Absolute big fan of him after this tournament, immediately. Even during it, I became a fan of him. And Lindsay, I had seen work from Guy is really freaking good. Yeah.
0: And I actually just saw him wrestle, uh, Davey Richards, uh, three days ago in St. Louis. Oh my God. That was probably yeah. amazing. Yeah. It was a little short. I think he got hurt, but, um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this and Mustafa Ali. I mean, he's got a, he's got a, he's, um, he's got a big presence out here in the Midwest too. So I'll have to track down. He's, uh, was huge in AEW, you know, Chicago. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be fun. And then the yes. last match um, for the first round, we've got like we talked about our um, pre-production. Somebody who I'm not necessarily a fan of, and people look at me crazy like you did when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I respect him, and I'll get into that more. But Rich Swan, um, but dude's got a great—I mean, I not a great backstory, but I mean, it's hard not to root for the guy. Um, Like, and here's real life story You know, and like I said my, my gripe was, I just think his whole gimmick's Getting a little stale But, you know, I saw him at AEW on Friday And dude, I could be wrong Because it was fucking over I mean, the roof popped off that place when You know, the whole crowd singing Oh, no, no
1: It's just, I think it's the wrestling Just how good he is yeah is is why he's over so much the character is just like a little extra, and that's it, yeah, but it definitely is kind of like played out a little too much now. I think it's time to get something different from rich Swan,
0: yeah, yeah, and we'll see now that he's because he's been injured so and he hasn't been on impact much lately has he
1: um honestly no, I don't think him or Willie Max honestly been on there lately.
0: Willie really Max, my boy. So, um, oh yeah, sorry. So yeah, Rich Swan is facing Jason Lee, um, representing China. So that should be a lot of fun. So, um, so on this side of the bracket besides Gargano versus Ciampa, um, what, uh, what are you kind of looking for? Um, well, I mean this whole bracket, I mean, yeah, I got Koto Ibushi, um, TJP, Mustafa Ali, Lince Dorado, um, mm-hmm anything kind of stand out
1: Mendoza and Kendrick definitely Kota Ibushi TJP Gargano and Champa for sure Ali and Dorado definitely is a standout because it give it gave people a chance to get to like see what Mustafa Ali was about first if you'd never seen him yeah and and the people that knew Lindsay Dorado and the people that didn't know Lindsay Dorado, you got to see him if you didn't, you mm-hmm. got to see him again if you did already, like
0: no uh, there. No, like a lot of times with uh the battle of Los Angeles, they'll have like and you know, all the people that lose like the first night, they'll have like a big six-man or twelve-man. Do they do that for this tournament or no?
1: Um I remember at some point there is a tag match okay. in like the beginning of this. And it does have the people who were like eliminated at the time. So there is a tag match at some point. I don't remember when though.
0: Sweet. So um, but yeah, that, um, that high fibers, that is our bracket for uh, the cruiserweight classic. Um, you know, this is, this is, this is Triple H's masterpiece right here. This is his, I don't want to say his swan song, but I mean, this is his baby, um, you know, and uh Cameron Seaman, whatever his name is and William Regal and well, Daniel Bryan. Um, you know, they worked really hard to get this field together. And just looking at the names on here, um, you know, and how far a lot of these guys went after shows how good they were. Some, some, yeah, kind of fizzled out, but I mean, Dude, yeah, it's gonna be a fun ride, Justin. Oh, you're gonna love this! Yeah,
1: again, I like I said, I when I watched it live when it was happening, it was just so awesome to see it because the you know, the return of the cruiserweights after all those years, it was, yeah, so worth it.
0: Wow, yeah, I suppose before this, I mean, the cruiserweight belt had been retired, hadn't it? Yeah. Just wow. think it. Just
1: just think the last person to hold that title was Hornswoggle at the time.
0: Pride of Wisconsin, but still, wow. Just
1: the title was gone, and then they brought back the this cruiser where they had this cruiserweight classic, and everybody was just, is this is this the return of the cruiserweights? Are we getting the title? Are we getting these guys on shows more often? And that was all that you would see when this was around, and it was like such a big
0: buzz for it yeah yeah i mean they had their show you know 205 live but i mean but yeah we won't focus on that we'll focus on the tournament so um yeah i'm pretty stoked and justin i'm super stoked you're going on this ride with me so i am happy to be a part of it because i would love to i again love to rewatch this again yeah this is uh this is fresh eyes so Man, so much talent. I know I keep saying that. So, well, sweet, yeah. I know it's a little bit shorter, um, but this is kind of an air introductory episode for everybody. Um, but yeah, do you have any? Uh, do you have any final thoughts before we pull a, pull a strain or this train into the proverbial? Uh, can't talk. The proverbial. <laughs> Sorry, it's been it's been one of those days. In real life. The anyway. I told you the English language is difficult. Yeah, I'm too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how Graham does it. No, I I don't either. So, but I uh, no, yeah,
1: really. I'm just I'm just like I said. I think I know you're going to enjoy this tournament. I know it now.
0: Yeah, I am definitely pretty stoked. So, well, Justin, you want to put over uh, you know obviously your podcast and tell everybody about that real quick and all your social media and stuff like that.
1: So yeah, I'm part of the In Time Wrestling podcast. We're on. Mostly any platform you can find, except for Apple, because I don't own an Apple product, so it's hard for me to get it on there.
0: <laughs> but any
1: other platform, you can find it easily. Again, I'm only on Twitter, at Time 211 I don't really want to have too many socials and try to keep up with all those, so I stuck with one, and that was it. It's a good call.
0: I knew you were a genius, so... <laughs> Well, sweet. All right. Well, Justin, thank you so much, my friend. And high fibers. We will uh we will talk to you next week with the, the first half of this bracket. I am fucking stoked. So thanks a bunch, High Fibers.